and welcome to Power Playthrough, a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddie. And in 95, I discovered blue raspberry lollipops. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was the first time that I'd ever tasted blue. Well, yeah. See, I don't think a lot of people are clued in on it or realize it, but you will want to talk about it here, which is blue, the flavor, was invented in the 90s. Yeah. Don't tell me otherwise. Maybe there's a little bit of dabbling in the 80s, but before the 90s... I feel like blue, the flavor blue, probably was originated probably in Kool-Aid. It originated... Well, like the first, I want to say the first documented case of blue flavor was probably in Popsicles. Oh, yeah. Popsicles, Otter Pop, something like that. That's where blue came from. Okay. But, yes, 90s is where the blue took hold, where we were getting blue blow pops, new flavor. We were getting... Blue M&M's. Not a flavor in itself, but it was a coloration. We got blue Fruit Loops. We had Pepsi Blue. Yeah. Apparently, blue as a f- additive, as like a, as a food coloring, was not a fucking thing until the 90s. Something about the 90s was like, let's bring on the blue. Let's make our stuff, let's make food blue. Yeah, because I mean, like, Kool-Aid came out in 1927 is when it came out. And their original six flavors were cherry, grape, lemon, lime, orange, raspberry, and strawberry. And then we didn't get Blueberry Blast uh, until the 90s. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not a scientist. And I'm not a historian, all right? But I'm pretty confident in saying that blue, as a flavor, was invented sometime in the late 80s, popularized in the 90s. And now, blue is a mainstay. Blue is one of the main flavors. You come out with a drink, you best have a blue flavor of your drink, you know? Yeah. That's just... How it works. Kids drink. You know who also might have been an originator of blue? Hmm. Those uh, hugs, the drink in the barrel with the foil Mm, top. Yeah, could have been hugs. Could have been hugs. Because I don't remember blue having a flavor except for sugar. You know what? Hugs, maybe in the 70s or something like that, maybe they had blue back then, but you just tossed out the blue when you got the case. No one wanted it. Why would you toss out blue? Because they didn't know. Maybe hugs was you like toss out purple. Maybe maybe purple's hu- the number one, number one tosser. <laughs> blue blue hug may have may have been ignored, but because um, n- grape flavor wasn't perfected back then. Grape flavor wasn't perfected back then. No, grape flavor wasn't perfected until we realized we need to stop making it taste like grape and make it taste like purple. Yeah. Once we found out that grape should taste like purple is when grape flavor really comes into its own. Because I'm like you, you have your, like a your big league chew grape, 
just tastes like a big mouthful of shredded purple. Yeah. And I chew that shit like a fucking orangutan. I have a very incessant need to use my mouth. And when I got some big league chew, I need mass honking fucking fistful of them shreddies. Yeah. To chew on because I want to make a saliva covered mess. I was talking about uh, to Bryn today uh-huh. about how a clear cup can really ruin your view of a drink. And I don't really think anything that's blue can be ruined. Mm-mm. But the reason that this conversation came up is because we went to Qdoba and had a very terrible meal. Mm-hmm. And I, their drinks are in a clear cup, and I got a cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper, which isn't ruined by looking at it. It looks exactly how you think it would look. Yeah. Like a slightly more red Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But I told her about the day that a drink that you and Tondar coined, Chorange Nurse, died. Now, <laughs> oh, oh. when I told Brynn... you telling on me? <laughs> when I told Brynn about Chorange Nurse, yeah. she said, what is that? And I go, I shit you not. <laughs> These boys went to Sonic... And they said, can I please have a Chorange Nurse? And what they got was a Cherry Orange Nerd Slush. And Bryn said, is it on the menu as a Chorange Nurse? And I said, no. They just said it. (laughs) Yeah, it was me and Tony time. uh, Tondar. Me and Tondar time uh, in the car. uh, About to pull into Sonic. And I said, you know what's the best flavor combination? I said, cherry and orange. And I was like, you get the nerd candies in that. Mm-hmm. And he's chorange, you know. And and then, I don't know if he said, <laughs> I don't know if he said nurse or if I said nurse. But it was repeated in the hundreds in that short uh, short trip through the drive-thru. Yeah. And we got ourselves some chorange nurse. It's delicious. Now, the day that died is the day that Alex decided not to drink it out of the Sonic cup, which yeah. is opaque. Yeah. And he poured it into his glass stein because he wanted to feel like a king drinking a baby drink. Yeah. And when he poured it in, it was just this brown mess. Bordering on black. Yeah. Of a substance. Yeah. Which is also similar to when we got the McFlurry suicide. Yeah. So, the, but like one of the best parts of that though was that the candies, all the color had been sapped from them because yeah. they'd been sitting in liquid. So all the dye was off them and now sitting there. So now you just have this near black liquid with these little white chunks in these them. These little white chunks in it. Yeah. It looks like a gravel drink. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was the day the Chorange Nurse died, is when you all looked at it. Oh, I still I would still get it if I was doing sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. It's delicious. Have go go have yourself, listener. Go have yourself a chorange nurse. Explain what it is. But have turn, your, turn the episode off. Yeah. Head over to Sonic. Get a chorange nurse. We'll maybe, wait. Maybe it's happy hour right now. Get yeah. half off. If you have Sonic in your area. Okay, now that you got a chorange nurse in your system. And you're ready for us to tackle the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. If you have not been listening to our Sentai episodes, 
you don't know that when we end a series, we send it off with their theme song. Yeah. That's why today you did not hear the dulcet tones of Rainer's power playthrough intro. Instead, you heard the hot riffs, those hot licks of Ron Wasserman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, end of an era. Yes. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers ends today, and we will start with The Sounds of Discordia, which aired November 25th, 1995. This one was written by Stuart St. John, directed by Marco Garibaldi, who we've never seen on an episode of Power Rangers before. I'm, the name that you're thinking of is Garabidian. Are you sure? I am 100% okay. sure. I'm as sure about this as the Sonic person was when you said Chorange Nurse, and they said, I know exactly what that is. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you know what? These were, this episode felt a little like, let's just get all the shit in. Yeah. Because the next episode, it's over. Well, um, if you've listened to power playthrough since the beginning you'll know that the season one finale sucks you'll know that the season two finale sucks well the season one finale sucks in the sense that it sucks as a finale but it's still it it, it sucks as a finale as like it doesn't finish any story but it doesn't billy huh it's gold billy that's season two isn't it no season one no season one Ends with oh, Black yeah, Ranger yeah, yeah. with the Dragon Shield. Yeah. And that's one of the toughest sights I'll ever see in my, my life. Not a season finale. But not a season finale. Not a season finale. Just fucking cool. Season two is Statue of Golden Billy. Yes. Someone taking a peek at the peen, Billy Cranston's peen. Yeah. And making a gold statue. Not of the peen, but of the Billy. Uh. Kind of of the peen. Uh, I think that she sculpted it nude, and then she placed, <laughs> and then she sculpted the clothing around it. Yeah, that's a that's a real possibility. Yeah, but season three's finale she sculpted out a little thigh slapper on him. Season three's finale ends with you going, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> This is a finale for sure. And I was eight when this came out, so I was definitely saying, oh, shit. So before we t- take it home with that episode, this episode is in a wrestling match and like a battle royal where it's like everyone hit your finisher. Yeah. It's not the cool down at all. It's not, a co- it's not a cool down before the big, big finish. It's definitely like, oh, we got your energy up. We got your energy up. Now, here is Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. So, the episode starts out with Kat and Aisha pretend, pretending. Uh, <laughs> pretending. <laughs> making a song. Pretending to be teenagers. Yeah, pretending to be teenagers <laughs> uh, in high school while they're making the new song for the school. And Catherine is kind of having a hard time going, I can't hit this harmony. Maybe you should find a new partner. And Tommy is sitting in the back of the room like it a does creep scug. Like creep scug. <laughs> He's like a creep scug. It does this weird, like... It, I don't know how to describe it. I don't know the camera technique for it. But it shows the foreground 
Cat and Aisha. Tommy, stand up. Zoom in on Tommy. Yeah. He's like, I think it sounds great. Aisha writes songs all the time. And then Aisha's like, I already put your name down. I already entered the contest under you and I, so uh, it's got to happen. We see, we hear some singing in the background, and then we see some glass break from the door to the music room. Yeah. And Bulk and Skull come through, and they're like, we are going to be singing the song of the school, and who better to do it than Angel Grove's junior police department? Banaka. Banaka. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they're asking if they get, like, are they almost finished here? They need the room. Yeah. Uh, And then they, they sing their way out. Yeah. They go through the other door which is also glass, but it doesn't break. They close it, go out into the hallway, continue singing, then the glass breaks. I thought they would have... I th- Because when they step through the first door, they don't open it, they just step through the glass that they yeah, just yeah, broke like nothing funny. happened. I thought that they were going to bump into it and then sing louder the glass break and then step through it. That would have been my joke, but it doesn't mean it's funny. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen it. Yeah. We see... In the Floating Skull Sanctuary. Yeah. We see Master Vile. In the no-no ship. Yes, he is casting a spell, calling upon his new villain. And she's kind of standing there, and she looks wet and... (laughs) Spiky. Yeah, wet and spiky, and she kind of, like, looks at the camera juggalo style. (laughs) Yeah, 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 she kind of does do that. She kind of does face... Do some, do some, uh, uh wicked clown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wicked clown wildin'. Yeah. She kind of does the wicked shit a bit. So she feels like a, a wet Mandy. Yeah. But this is, this is wet and spiky. So, so wet Mandy is a character that never saw any play in VR Troopers, even though she had a vicious intro. And we thought that we were going to get hit with a, like a real strong female villain that they couldn't overcome. But they just showed her being wet, and that's it. And that's it. Nothing came of it, unfortunately. But she lives on in Power Playthrough, in PP Playthrough. Yeah. <laughs> wet Mandy, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> so this new one, Discordia, is going to be sent down to fight the Rangers and use her... This, this is long. We got we got a long way to get to this. Let's She's just summoned by Master Vile. She's summoned. Okay, well, we'll... Saying, oh, you're making harmony, I'm, I'm making disharmony. She doesn't say anything here. No, he says that. Oh, okay. Vile says that. No, no. No, no, Vile. Oh, yeah, no, no, Vile says that. So at Ernie's Outdoor, the boys are all sitting around a table enjoying themselves. And then Catherine and Aisha roll up with a bunch of shopping bags. And they're like, what's going on? They're like, well, we're going to be singing in front of people, so we have to look good. And we couldn't decide what to buy. So we just bought everything. Yeah. And then Billy cuts them down. Yeah. Billy's like, you think you just spent a lot of money because you got anxiety about this? <laughs> Do you think that you're really trying to hide from your feelings by shopping? You think retail therapy is a real thing? Yeah. And Rocky cuts in and he's like, it's not anxiety. They're just nervous. Thanks, Rocky, man. Sim- simple boy. Thanks, Rocky. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You know what? You moved up the ranks for me. <laughs> Rocky Rocky does some good work in these two episodes for his case. Rocky, you're my dumbass Red Ranger. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know what? That's fun. That is fun. That is fun. You know, like, 
that's something we've never we've never taken into like we've never we never took that perspective with with it which is the same perspective we we gave Goldar and Rito yeah you know Goldar shit kicker handling things moves down the card now is a comedic mid card heel yeah right and we love that and maybe just maybe we should have had that pers- perspective with Rocky but it's such a no, Rocky sucked so much. Rocky had no. Such he a, definitely sucked. He had such a shitty debut that it was hard for they had to rebrand him, and they started that rebranding with that big ass sandwich. Yeah, they did. And that big ass sandwich did a lot of work for me. Yeah, that was the campaign. Yeah, uh, that was his Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, <laughs> where we we write the ship. Yep. Where we find his voice, mm-hmm. which is he dumb, he dumb, he the Red Ranger. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. I like Dumb Dumb Rocky. It's unfortunate that he has only a couple dozen episodes. He has like three episodes. Well, I mean like where this is the direction. Because we're going to get to Zio, and he loses that Red Ranger status. So his dumbness is allowed. He's hitting that rank three. He's hitting that bridge status. He's buttery toast. Yeah, he's you buttery know. toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, when, when you're in... So, when he's you were in... I, I, he's, yeah. he's that... Yes. In spot one, you've got only... You can be the leader. Yeah. Right? You can either be a hard-ass leader or you could be a fun-time leader. Yeah. That's you. Mm-hmm. In spot two... You have to. Spot two's got to be the dude that actually is in control. That's that dependable guy. Yeah, yeah. that's Zach. Yeah, that's Adam. Yeah, that's Sky. Sky. That's yeah. that's it. Yeah, that's um, uh, TJ. Yeah, TJ's that red rope. Well, TJ. Like I mean, yeah. TJ in space though. Even though Andros is, is is straight up like the like hard nosed leader. Mm-hmm. TJ though is. So underrated as a Blue Ranger in space. And TJ's... TJ's the reason they beat the fucking Psycho Rangers. Yeah. TJ's for real. TJ's legit. Yes, TJ is also the Red Ranger spot. Like, he's like the first one to do both roles. Like, to um to excel at both roles. Yeah. That's what I'll say. He's the first Ranger to excel at both roles. As the Red and as the second. Yeah, but when you pop down to spot three... <laughs> You're coasting. Yeah. You're that you're that D student. Yeah. Yeah. This this yeah, it's a sky as yeah. you said. Yeah. Yeah, bridge. Or excuse me, sorry. Yeah. It's the bridge as you said. Yeah, it's you're that buttery uh, toast. Man. Buttery toast. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yellow ranger from Mystic Force. Yeah. Ginge. Ah, what's your name, dude? Uh it's Dustin in Ninja Storm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> yeah, you coast. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Class clown, yeah. Unfortunately, the females get graded on their own scale. Yeah. That's... But it's serious and badass. Yeah. Fun and badass. Yeah. And that, that's the female scale. That's it. Sorry. Look at it. Look at it as Sid and Z. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
I'm trying to think if there's has there been a real goofball girl? Female? Yeah, goofball female. No, not that I can think of. Maybe Mystic Force. Yeah, Pink. Uh, Pink Mystic Force. Maybe yeah. I. I'm not too familiar. So please, yeah. at me and hate me if you want to. Yeah. Uh, at P, P playthrough at it's Dark Tiger. <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah. You can at me, uh, if you want to yell at me about me not being familiar with some. Yeah, Power and Ranger I'm not stuff. familiar with Neo Saban era, so I couldn't say if there's anyone in there that that uh that fits that particular role. But you know, it's. Kind of the the ranking system. Yeah, there's two different Red Rangers. There's one second in command. Yeah, blue, black or green. Yeah, sorry, it's not a set color. Yeah, and then there's the funny guy. Yeah. So Rocky, Ubers can have any yeah. any personality they want. Yeah. So in that in that way, Rocky broke the mold. Yeah. I mean, there's only one Red Ranger, one Red Ranger before him, but. Uh, he he's the only Red Ranger that felt <laughs> that filled the the class clown role at the same time. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ease up. I'm gonna ease up on Rocky. On uh, Mr. DeSantos. Mr. DeSantos. We'll see. Like you said, we'll that sandwich that sandwich did a lot of work for him. Yeah. And now all I associate w- with him is just being a dumb boy that eats uh, a dangerous amount of food. Yeah. <laughs> If Rocky was born in this era, he definitely would have been an epic mealtime cast member. Yes, he would have. Yeah. yeah. Bacon strips, bacon strips, bacon strips, you know, all that shit. Um, at, at Ernie's Outdoor, Bulk and Skull show up with a gigantic amp and guitars, and they're like, we have a perfect audience here. They're young, they're hip, they're captive. Uh, <laughs> so let's play for them. And they play their Angel Grove Rock song, which is the same song that they played in season one for the talent show, which was Angel Grove Sucks. Yeah. That's a good catch. Yeah. I like that. So. Yeah. I feel like that was Mr. Uh, Schreier and Narvi's doing. Yeah. They probably went, oh, we did a song in season one. Can we just do that song and change some of the lyrics? Because that's what Bulk and Skull would do. I feel like that's absolutely, uh, that was their call. Yeah. Probably. But they play horribly. They blow out the amp violently. There's smoke everywhere. Scare people away. Everyone laughs at them. Yes. At Zed's Palace. Family portrait. Family (laughs) is chilling in the throne room. It is like a full on like family portrait. Zed sitting in a chair. Squat, Babu, and Greedo are sitting around on the foot of the chair. Yeah. (laughs) Zed's in the daddy chair, his wife beside him. His bro, his boy Goldar, yeah. is hanging out in the back, yeah. drinking a BL. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Grandpa Vile is he's just hanging to, out next to Zed, just to the left of him, and they're all waiting for yeah. Finster to come around the corner. Finster is announcing Discordia like it's an open mic night. Yeah, and we get introduced to Discordia, who has a very like Liza Minnelli. Barbara Streisand kind of inflection, the way she talks and sings. Yes. Well, perfect. I found it. Miranda sings. Yeah. She's doing a full-on Miranda sings. Um, I thought that this was going to be a bigger part of the story because as soon as she comes in, Zed starts stupid clapping. 
And Rita looks like, what Rita, the fuck's going on? Yeah. And then comes in, she goes, Zeddy Kins, anything I would do for you. It's like, it's so good to see you again, Discordia. But again, Zeddy. Yeah. What Rita. is what does he do? What's happening? Rita's getting jelly. And Zed grabs her hand and says, you just need to go down and take those Power Rangers for me. Your your beautiful spikes, everything. Like, Zed was feeling Discordia in the past. Mm. And Rita's a little jealous. And then Discordia takes off. Yeah, That's the end of that story arc. Yeah. Of... It's, just, it's not followed on, which is unfortunate, because... That seemed pretty intriguing. Yeah. So at Aisha's house, the girls are practicing their song some more. They're they they're getting it. They're they're um they're uh, hitting the notes. Yeah. They're in harmony. Mm-hmm. All that, and they get interrupted by a <laughs> yeah a, a, a warbled CD as they put it. Yes. And they go outside into the gated community where Aisha lives. And just Makes sense now why we see so much of this motherfucking place. Yeah. Discordia she, is out there. Immediately, Catherine gets a morphin' time call where she says it's morphin' time. Yeah. Morphin' time. Yeah, yeah. And there's a very, uh, there's a very cheesy uh, comeback that I loved. Yeah. Where Discordia says something. I think she says that she's a... Uh, um, she's she sings something. She goes, uh, and Aisha says... Sounds oh, like your your sounds like more of a tenor. Yeah, and Catherine <laughs> and Catherine says, "Yeah, uh, go ten or twelve. And she says, "Go ten or twelve miles that way." <laughs> I don't know why it tickles me so, but I loved it. It's so, a good it's a good bit of fucking uh, stupid humor. Good so cheesy stuff, man. Discordia captures our pink and yellow rangers in a. Dance. This magic. is where you said, "Oh, this is the meme episode." Yes, because this is like the GIF you see all the time, or the video you see all the time of Power Power Rangers, where they're like, they cr- reach up in the air and then they dance away. Yeah, where they're like dancing in the street. Yes. So Alpha's like, "Oh no, the Rangers are caught in a dance spell," and Zordon comes out of nowhere and he's like. Uh, teleport the rangers to the location immediately. Yeah, so the other rangers, the boys, come in. Yep. And they try, but they immediately get stuck in dance mode, and that's where you see the full-on gif. Yeah, all six of them dancing. The one that I posted on Twitter.com today. Yeah. (laughs) That. That's Uh, happening right here, right now. Yeah, and and now Master Vile is kind of like, See, this is what happens when a plan works. And Discordia goes, White Ranger, come over here. Hand over Give me that. your power coin. Hand yeah. over that power coin. Yeah. And he reaches behind him. He pulls out the power coin. And she's like, give in to me. Give in to me. She's what we do in the shadows. Yeah. See me. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's, it's only appropriate the, for the final episode of Mighty Morphin, where we... Bring bring some what we do in the shadows. Yes. A <laughs> Zordon's like, he can't hand over his power coin. Tell him to activate the metallic armor. And that's seemingly not the act of them busting out the metallic armor breaks him out of this fucking spell, but just the fact that they were told to do so breaks him out of the spell. Yeah. Because they all stop. They I thought, they, like, since they have control of their voice still, they can still say, wh- say whatever they want. I thought they could just vocally command for the metallic armor, and they're good. 
Yeah, but they all stopped to do their poses. Just whatever. Small nitpick. Yeah. Well, Discordia hates bright light, so she takes off. And they power down right before she take, she goes to take off. They're like, all right, power down. And then Zed's like, they're powered down. You know what? Your plan's not working, Vile, because they have that metallic armor. So I'm going to make my monster grow. And he he uh, electrocutes Discordia. Discordia gets big. We summon everything. Yeah, this is what I was talking about, where everyone get your shit in now. Because we have Shogun, we have Ninja, we have... Ninjor. Yes. Okay. And the Falcon Zord. And the Falcon Zord. Not only that, but also our big, tall, old friend... We're not going to labor the fight, but they can't take her down. They can't take her down. They run through every single Zord's finishing move. Then they call him Titanus, yeah. and then they put a hole in the fucking earth. Now, let's let's talk about Titanus again, because we saw Titanus once with the Ninja Mega Falcon Zord mode, and this is the first time we're seeing Shogun Titanus. Um, in the American Toys, we did not get a White Kark, which is the name of that Zord from the Conquer Ranger. The left arm of Shogun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they colored it pink to be the Pink Ranger Zord. And when we see the toy drop in, it's we go from it being a white Zord arm to a pink one. Yeah. And it's got the lightning bolt stickers on it. Yeah, the American stickers. And, and when you... When they shoot it, like moving forward, when they when they do the shot of it rolling forward and firing off its fireworks, it's clearly like on a... It's... On it, a, it was on shot model set. at the same time as the toy commercial for the Shogun Zord. Yeah. And I will say one thing, though. They did have some detailer come in and... Add some paint. Yeah. Nice it up. Yeah. But yeah, they, they fucking destroy Discordia. They blow, they blow her up along with a sizable chunk of Angel Grove. Yeah. The fuck away. And then Master Vile goes, oh, that was terrible. Now I've got to get my... And Zed cuts him off and he goes, your master evil plan? Yeah, I've heard that a thousand times. Your master evil plan is going to be a plan that I've already had. And he's like, well, you'll see what a real master of evil is like. Yeah. Zordon says, oh, another pretender coming for, come for my throne. And Rita... You just Zordon to Zed. Huh? You just Zordon to Zed. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh. Zed says... Oh, God. Zed says, another pretender coming for my throne. Rita says, I think you should watch him. He's like, yeah, I'll watch him. Fail. <laughs> Back at Angel Grove, they are having their singing contest. And, and there's a weird, like, grunge punk band. Yeah, like I said, it's like a weird kind of um, Faith No More mixed with Red Hot Chili Peppers mixed that, with Primus. Kind of, it's just kind of nice. It's a, it's a, it's a bit of '90s music jungle juice. It's, it's just like, it's a big wet '90s sandwich. It's a big firehouse sub. Yeah, <laughs> just sweaty. A, just a sweaty piece of meat. Sweaty brisket. Um, so sw- sweaty brisket's a great name for them. I hope that's what they were called. But their song is like jealousy. Jealousy. Their song making is making you insane. Jealousy. Their song is fucking awesome. The problem is, it has nothing to do with Angel Grove High. Yeah, these just, boys just thought this was a talent show. They thought that there was going to be a uh, a talent scout out there that would sign them. Yeah, 
This and, isn't Battle of the Bands, boys. And if the school was voting on their school song, that would have been the song that won. But they do have a panel of out of touch white people. Yeah, the old yeah, old white parents. Yeah, are can, are uh, the judges panel. So Kaplan comes up and introduces Catherine and Aisha, and they sing their song "Angel Grove High." They'll In overcome full. the I- obstacles yeah. and uh, break the limits. It has a nice little bridge part. I liked a lot. Yeah, uh, it's a good little song. By the way, um, all the boys are in the audience. Dress normal. Yeah. Rocky has a fucking blazer on, like <laughs> over his normal clothes. And he has a gold chain with a pendant on. Yeah. <laughs> God, that is absolutely a first time dressing myself kind of thing. Like, my, my mom said, I woke up this morning, and I didn't want to go to school this early. So my mom said, dress yourself then. So I did. And that's what he, that's what he came up with. She didn't lay the clothes out for me, so I... When Dad wants to look nice, he wears a jacket. So I wore a red shirt and jacket. Yeah, he wore yeah he wore a blazer and a gold chain to school. God bless so you, Rocky. Italian, so yeah. Italian. Yeah, God bless you, Rocky. So they obviously win because yeah. there is no deliberation. It's like oh well, it's between jealousy and Angel Grove. We're the best. Yeah, like it's we either have. Excuse me. You would soul cycle to Catherine and Aisha's song. <laughs> you you would either you had to choose between, like I said, a jungle juice mix of nineties music or this song that's actually actually talking about the school. It's yeah. actually a, a theme for the school. So they pick the one that's actually a theme for the school. They win. We go to credits, which is we just roll out them dancing some dance footage. With some cartoon noises to it. Yes. Fair enough. And uh, in just one second, we'll be going on to the final episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And we're back. And the final episode of Power Rangers, which aired November 27th, 1995, written by Douglas Sloan, directed by Marco Garibaldi, Rangers in Reverse. So we start out inside the juice bar, and they're helping Ernie load up his back room because all of his Ernie's employees quit. Ernie's nonprofit. Yeah, yeah Ernie, the lard lads have all quit. He did get the Kansas City toucan, like the mascot for Kansas City, on his... Is it a toucan? Oh, the Jayhawk. Yeah, it is the Jayhawk. The Jayhawk, yeah. He's got the Kansas City Jayhawk now on his counter. That is straight up like the Jay. Yeah, that's straight up like a, a Jayhawk. That's crazy. The Kansas U. Huh. Good eye. I didn't catch that. What is this? So there's Catherine's birthday's coming up. Yes. Catherine's birthday coming up, and they're like, hey, this is her first birthday since moving to Angel Grove. That ain't fucking happening without a goddamn party. Yeah, and they're like, she doesn't want it. To be known, but I helped her register for school after she was a cat lady under the evil empress's <laughs> control. <laughs> she doesn't think that her birthday's a big deal. Goes down smooth every yeah. time. So, at the palace, they're like, hey, what's going on with your dad? Why isn't he here? And I haven't seen him in a few days. And he's like, well, he's conducting. Conducting, <laughs> conduct a locking some evil juju. He is conducting his evil plan. They're like, "Oh, what's he doing? He's downstairs casting a spell in the caves of knowledge." Is that what they're called? 
Caves of Despair. Caves, caves of Deceive, this Deception? They were in the last episode. Caves of Deception. Yeah. Caves of Deceiving. Ca- deception is probably right because of the Zeo Crystal and all of the deception around it. Mm. He is summoning a great evil, which is causing a moon quake. And everyone's tumbling over. Yeah. Uh, Finster's like, I'm fucking out of this series. And Rita falls down. And she goes, what are you all doing? You know it's just my father. And then yeah. Rita just lays down on the ground. Yeah, Finster's like, that's what I'm worried about. And he runs off. Yeah. Out of the series. Inside the command center, which is getting new shots from, like, down below. Yeah, and we get a very Alpha good... Alpha is freaking out. And he's like, Zordon, something's wrong. Zordon. And Zordon... He's rising up from the bottom, and he's like, sorry, I was in my private chamber, Alpha. Yeah, this motherfucker comes up the tube like Augustus Gloop. <laughs> just, come, just comes up. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, this, this motherfucker wait a lives minute. in a tube. Yeah. He lives in a tube in a private area with just a robot man. The, I wanna, I he hope needs his own private chamber. I want to imagine that the tube leads down. We know what it leads down to. How does Zordon masturbate? Is I, what I'm asking. I want to imagine the tube leads down, and then it's there's just like like a hamster tube. So he come like it leads down to a box with bedding, a wheel, some water. Yeah. you know, and there's some some pellets to chew on. And also, he could pull on his his uh, his uh, his Zordon of Eltar. <laughs> just call just call it that. He could pull on his Zordon of Eltar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's where the tube should go. But we know it leads to a secondary chamber. But maybe that tube kept going down. To we hell. Don't, we don't know how deep that tube goes. Zordon Satan. Zordon is Satan. Mm-hmm. Zordon Satan. Zordon Satan. So is Zed actually the good one? Zed actually the good one? Maybe. What this is the new theory? Space Satan Space Satan sounds like Satan calling God evil. Yeah, great and Satan. Great and Satan who comes from the sky sounds like that may be God, but but Satan's like no, that's evil. Yeah, I'm the good guy. I'm the good guy. Zordon. Both say they're good. Both say they're good. Which yeah. one's good? Which one's gooder? The one that, the one that comes from space, and what did what did Great and Satan do here in in Power Rangers? Nothing. D- does nothing honestly. Lothar. We, we Lothar. We don't know what he wanted. He Power Rangers killed him too fast. He didn't. The minions a, of Satan killed yeah, him too fast. He didn't have a tower made of children to summon him in this series. Yeah, you can't argue for for Great and Satan in Zero Ranger. Because he's straight up Satan. But here, we don't know his motive. We don't know what he wants. Yeah. We just know this tube man, who has his own little private chamber down below, wants that that, it, that dude dead. It's 100% the anti- Antichrist thing, because there are people following the Antichrist, because he's like, no, I'm here to vanquish evil. Don't, don't trust anyone else. I'm trying to vanquish evil. Mm-hmm. And then evil shows up, and he's like, "You need to vanquish it." But the evil's actually good, and he's bringing about the end of times, which is why the human race needs to move to Terra Venture because they can't be on Earth anymore. And then, <laughs> no, don't you on the mic, <sighs> Pixie Dust, easy. They take Catherine to the carnival so that she can have a good birthday. carnival day. But then Bulk and Skull are out there doing some real cop shit. 
They're but, measuring how far cars are from the line and citing them for danger. Yeah, for, for parking violations. Um, by the way, the tubes are back. Yeah, the tubes from the episode where the Power Rangers Power Rangers on, Day Power Rangers Day, where Tommy came back for an episode and he's like, "No, they're really cool people, kids. I was one of them. I was one. That that was me. Yeah, whatever. I was pow- I was Power Rangers. How many How many people do you think he told that to while he wasn't a Power Ranger, just to try and get attention back on himself? Yeah, you know, I used to be the Green Ranger. You know, back back in the day. <laughs> Yeah, I know sometimes I was real strong and my shield looked really cool, and then sometimes I wasn't as strong and it looked like Grandma sewed it together for me. But you know what? Mima does a good job. Mima Eltar. Mima Eltar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so they take Catherine for her birthday day at the carnival. Yes. And they, uh, yeah, they're going to have themselves a good time there. Vulcan skulls cite a car for being two inches too close to the line, and they write a the ticket owner, for it. The owner of the car comes out. Dressed like he's on safari. And who is it? Lieutenant Stone. He took today off to go to the carnival so he didn't have to be around Vulcan skull. And he says, because you two are making my life a living. And Vulcan goes, ah, ah. <laughs> it's a living hell, though. Yeah. Uh, when Stone turns on his piece of shit car, it backfires three times, and it hits Balkan Skull so hard with exhaust and grossness that their hair grows back, and it's blown completely back, looking like Don King. Yeah, it's a very, um, a very cartoon. Super yes. cartoon. The Rangers go down a slide that's covered in... They go down a slide that's covered in Crisco. Because if you've ever ridden down one of those potato sack slides, that's how they grease the slide, is with Crisco. Oh. I have watched them do it. I've watched a guy pull out the big jar of Crisco, dip his hand into it, and rub it on the slide. Nice. I didn't know. I've never been on one of those. You've never been on the fun slide? I've never been on one of those, those, uh, those slides with the... I don't know. It just seems like the way they're designed... With their dips. Yeah, with the dips. Yeah. And the no edges. Just seems like it's designed to hurt you. No, not at all. The The flat parts are made to slow you down so you don't get too much speed and fall off mm-hmm. and all, any of that. It's a good time. Okay, well, I'll try it next it's time. It's a nice, right. smooth ride. Next time I see it, I will try it. Okay. You have my guarantee now. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Rito, or excuse me, in the meantime... No, no. Vile is giving his plan. He has a rare crystal that when set uh, at a specific latitude and longitude on the Earth will reverse the polarity of it and therefore stop the world from rotating. But not only that, reverse time. It will Superman 2 the planet. Is it Superman? I think it's Superman. It's the quest for peace. Where he flies around the planet? I think that's Quest for Peace, right? No, I think it's two. I think it's three. Which one does Lois die in? I think that's three. Four is Nuclear Man. Yeah. Three is Richard Pryor. It's not Richard Pryor. It's not Superman and his friend Richard Pryor. It's Zod, because Zod kills Lois. I don't know if he... Does he reverse time in that one? Or is it even one? Is it Superman one? You're right, Superman two. 
He Superman twos it. You know, where he flies around the Super, earth. Super, <laughs> Superman twos it. Yeah, man. Superman twos it. Everyone knows what that means. Yeah, it means that he takes off the cellophane S, throws it at Zod. Yeah. It wraps around him for a second, giving him enough time to reverse time by flying around the earth so fast that it spins the earth back the other way. And that doesn't just kill everyone on the planet because the planet stops spinning and the centrifugal force throws everyone off the planet. I don't know. Is that the order? Does he throw the S and then go straight to moving the planet? No, no. Oh. He moves the plant <laughs> he moves the planet after he traps the It's like them a dam, back. right? Doesn't a dam explode or something? Everything goes wrong. But then Zod and uh the Zodites get thrown back into Ursa uh, and not. Yeah. yeah. Or non. The Zodians. Yeah, Ursa and Non. They get put back into what is his little dimension called? I the do Fortress w- of Solitude? No, no, no. The Oh, negative zone? No. No, the not negative the negative zone. The uh the Phantom Zone. Yeah, they get put back into the Phantom Zone, which are the mirrors that float through space. They get thrown back into space as floating mirrors. <laughs> and then Superman desert decides to right all of the wrongs of Zod, Ursa, and Nan. And that's exactly what happens in this fucking episode. Beat for beat. Yes. So Cellophane S and all. <laughs> so <laughs> so as Nan is explaining basically what we just said. He just says all of that. He calls up Rito. He's like, come here, my boy. And Rito <laughs> pants and runs up to him. He's like, what is it, Pop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes up to him. He's like, all right, you're going to take this crystal? You're going to put it where I tell you to put it. And you it. know that was completely an ad lib by the voice actor? Yeah, because Rito's because, a fucking star. Because they're probably like, he's listening to the thing and he's like, Rito, come here, boy. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's treating me like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> he, that was one of his takes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And they're just like, that's pretty fucking funny. That was the take that they that he didn't think that they would use. Yeah, yeah. That's Yeah, that's what happens with me on the show <laughs> quite a few times. <laughs> Or I'm surprised what if my brain seeps out and is kept. You listen to the show now? Sometimes. Well, that's good. Yeah. Gotta watch now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rito gets sent down to Earth. Everybody's having a great time at the park. And then Zordon goes, get to the command center now. He explains the orb of doom and that if it's placed in the right spot, what can happen? And then the so- rangers go, we can't fuck around with this, it's morphin' time. Hey, and Zorro Zor says, everyone's seen Superman too, right? <laughs> He's <laughs> <And> about... That's, <laughs> that's what's gonna happen. I know I've, I know. for the past few years I've been making sure that you've had no free time in making sure that anytime a monster comes down, every week, you are all on it. Have you watched Superman too? I have. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you everything beat by beat. But there is a cellophane S. <laughs> There's a cellophane S. Uh, world gets spinned other way. Rito is about to do that. Go down. Stop Rito. Rito's there with the crystal. They come down. And they're like, but they call for a morphin time. And I think that this is the last time we ever hear this call. White Ranger power, all of that. You might be right. I can't say. Um... I do think I'm right, because from here on, it, 
It's a different set of Rangers. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't dispute it. I can't dispute it. And also, I'm not like Steve, where I just say shit on a whim. I'm just saying I believe. I don't know if it's true, but this could be the last right. time. But you do that with a lot more care than Steve does, who just says things matter-of-factly and then turns out to be a fucking liar. My so, point is, you're, you don't just say things without prefacing. You know, like giving a, you know, just, you, you cover your bases. Hey, S- Steve, on the other hand, says shit, and all of a sudden, it's just truth. Hey, Steve, this is the last time that we get to call you a dirty liar in com- in referencing the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. So. Until next year when you give us another fucking lie about, I don't know, space. When you're in the show. When <laughs> you're on the show. And we don't actually talk about Power Rangers. We just roast you. <laughs> oh, we do have like a bonus episode. The, the one where we the just roast sh- of Steve. Yeah, forty minutes of just shitting on Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like that. And we'd use Gabe. Gabe yeah. would be on the show. Yeah, we get Gabe on the show. That'd be cool. Gabe's all for that. So they come down to try and stop Rito. Rito's like, "Fuck you." Here's some birds. Goldar comes down too. He's like, "Oh, I saw you were having some fun." <laughs> so I'm in it. Yeah. So we split up because some tengas go off to a parking lot. And Billy, Aisha, Adam follow them. And then Goldar, Rito, a few Tengas versus Catherine, Tommy, Rocky. Yes. That's so, how we split. And in the parking lot, the fight's going, and they're getting overwhelmed yeah. because there's a fuck ton. Like, a, each, each of the Rangers are fighting four to five and Tengus. Let me tell you. They go, we're being overwhelmed. Metallic armor. Billy, Adam, and Aisha each get a solo metallic armor morph. Yeah. yeah. And fight. And it is the sickest shit. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. Like, Aisha jumps she, in the air. She morphs midair. She uh, metallic armors midair. Here is what the metallic armor is it is the Ninjetti powers. Yeah. Plus the Power Rangers powers mixed. Yeah, it seems that way. She jumps midair, metallic armors, lands on a trailer, and she's standing there, fucking sun gleaming off her, and she dive kicks this Tengu, and it's like an instant transmission thing. And it's one of the coolest things they've ever shot in the, his- in the history of Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Um, fucking Rocky... One, one Tenga goes at Billy, and Billy kicks... 180 degrees <laughs> up in the air. Like, 90 degrees. Yes, it full... Would, it would be 180. Would it be full 180? Yeah, I guess so. Because one foot's on the ground, one foot is directly Yeah, he brings that foot straight from the ground all the way directly above his head. And catches kicks a Tenga square in the chest. Yeah. I mean, like, it. this... The whole parking lot fight between the blue, black, and yellow and this fucking grip of Tengus is the highlight. Of the of this fight, this fight is incredible. Yeah, it's really cool. They're doing some, and they're doing some angles. They're doing some low angles. They're doing some different shit. There's this before the metallic armor. They're showing like Adam get overwhelmed as he's dodging them and also moving in between cars. That's so fucking cool. There's one shot where after the metallic armor, three tengas go after Adam, and he doesn't look at the one behind him, and he just throws his arms up and blocks all three. Yeah, it's. So cool. It's some of the best shit they've ever done, like straight up. it's, uh, It feels good. Um, up in the desert, 
White Ranger, Red Ranger, and Pink Ranger are now being overwhelmed by Tenga's Goldar yeah. and Rito. And Rito is just walking along. He's like, all right, it's four paces south. Well, Rito and Rocky square up. All right, and, yeah. Uh, Rito swings the sword at Rocky, and Rocky blocks it with his arm. He's like, oh, that's good, man. Yeah, he's and, like, he, and he's but he's still like he's still putting the the muscle on him because even though Rocky blocked it, he's still pushing his arm down with his sword yeah. as he's like shit talking him. And then Tengas come up and grab Rocky, and he's like, "Rito, you won't get away with this." And he goes, "You heroes always say the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> you need to get some new lines." And he walks over and he goes, "I hope this is the right spot." And he puts down the orb and he yeah. goes, "See, Rangers, you know." Time is the great enemy, and he just disappears, and yeah. everybody takes off. Yeah, and this thing, like, electricity flings off it. The skies are darkening. Uh, Tommy goes like, no, we can't. He runs up to it. He just gets shocked by it and thrown on his ass. Yeah. Um, they go to the um, back to the, like, carnival area where, they, where they're amongst the civilians. The sky has darkened. There's lightning crashing, thunder roaring. The, uh, Catherine is just talking about going to Cat the command center. Just saying command center out loud, literally surrounded by people. Bulk and Skull come up behind them. They're like, they watch the thunder strikes for a, a few, and they're like, well, that's it. And like, let's, let's get out of here, Skull. They go off because it's in the sky, not their jurisdiction, whatever. Yeah. And then what happens is Superman 2. <laughs> yeah. The orb has a giant explosion of power from it, yeah. and then things start slowing down. We see a CG shot of the Earth going to the right, yeah. and then it slows down, and then energy comes around it, and it starts spinning to the left. And then we see a montage of people turning to children. Yeah, and this isn't... This isn't... So, Zed made the, Zed made the call earlier. It was like, we've tried this before. Oh, yeah. We've made them kids before. Now, the key difference here is that was reversing time in the previous attempt to make the Rangers kids. Yeah. That was just reversing time, whereas the Rangers had no memory of being Power Rangers. Everything is now back in, you know, everything's... There, there is a stipulation of the Orb of Doom. Everything's like 1980. Yeah, and when the Orb of Doom was placed, it was said that it can never be removed. That's true. Can never be removed. Stakes are high, um, but this time reversal just makes everyone the same age, or just it just makes everyone a child because everyone is now the same age. Doesn't matter if it was a forty-year-old and a twenty-year-old, and they get reversed, they end up at the same. Everyone's age. twelve. Everyone is twelve. The bad guys are on a ridge. Bad guys meaning Rita, Zed, Rito, Goldar. Standing on the on a ridge, celebrating, while our young rangers are like, what do we do? Can we still morph Tommy? Tommy goes for the call. Nothing happens. Yeah. Uh, the bad guys on the ridge all go big. Yeah, they're like, oh, my love. We've done it. Let's do this. Powers of darkness make us grow. Yeah. They grow gigantic. They start stomping around. Big Goldar. Big Zed. Big Rita. Yeah. Big Rito. Yeah. We we got our married couple and their best friends. Yeah. <laughs> their favorite hanger-ons. Yep. They start trouncing through the city. Yeah. It's like me and Justin with uh, Alien Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> and back at the command center, uh, Zed's 
Zedon, Zordon. <laughs> we we both got one. Yeah, yeah, we did. Only fitting. Yep. Zordon goes. There's nothing we can do for them. They're children. They don't have access to their powers. Yeah. We can't even bring them to the command center at this yeah. point. It's like our journey never began. Yeah. A very bad Zed and Rita are superimposed <laughs> over the park. And they say, it's time to go, kiddies. Yeah. And we see the rangers standing in the park after everyone has fled, all with tears running down their faces because... They're 12. Billy even goes, we've lost... There's nothing we can do. And we end on the rangers crying. <laughs> we end on child rangers crying. We end with our big bads yeah. grown going sword size. Going on their victory lap through Angel Grove. And children crying. Yeah. Fuck. The blooper reel comes through with them being big and... There's some fun lines from uh, Zed and Kerrigan Mahan. Yeah, um, they're just they're just ad libbing some yeah. funny shit. We should walk this way. I don't know. It may look stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're they're just doing some fun ADR. Uh, but yet, that's how the fuck. That's that's how the series ends. Yeah, very dark cliffhanger. That felt like a season finale. After Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. We all know that it's Zeo, right? But there is 10 episodes of a season 3.5. Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers. That's right. Which will be starting next week. And for the next five weeks, we'll be doing a two-episode-a-week dealio. <laughs> dealio is the best way to... Dealio. Dealio is that. Dealio works. Yeah. Everyone knows what you... What you Everyone's picking up what you're putting down when you say Delio. Yeah, the alien rangers of Aquatar yeah. are on their way. Yes. It's exciting. We're covering that. No mistake about it. Yeah. Might not be covering Mask Rider. Don't know. That's truly up in the air right now. Because, yes. Uh, we didn't realize how, how scarce that is. Yes. But we'll, you'll get something. Regardless... There will be no interruptions. Yeah. You'll get something. So, with that, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers has been quite the journey. Um, the nostalgia of season one currently carries it. It's nothing, it's nothing to care about. There's a few choice episodes. Yeah. Um, there's some, there's some, Cardiotron, uh... Like let's let's throw it out there. Green with evil is incredible. Cardiotron is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Ranger, the Oysterizer, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Uh, every every Ranger has their episode to shine. Yeah. Like Billy and Kimberly as punks is or that's great. Yeah, evil Billy and Kimberly are amazing. Uh, King Sphinx is dope. Yes. Uh, Mighty Minotaur is dope. The episode with the uh, Lizinator is L- sick. Lizinator is sick. Polluticorn's pretty good. The the Scyther that fights Trini. The Mantis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we get Tao. <laughs> yeah, Richard Rabat. Yeah, Richard Rabago's episode is very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's some stuff that stands out in season one. But for the most part, it is nostalgia that 
is you liked it as a child because you were stupid. Yeah. Okay. It, and nothing, and you can't take away from it. Nothing existed like it. Yeah. It it was incredible when it came out. Now it doesn't hold up. It's completely bent on your nostalgia. It had everything a kid needed, which was an amazing theme song, extremely flashy, monsters and robots. Kids that you wanted to grow up to dinosaurs. be. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Kids that you wanted to grow up to be. Yeah. Uh, Scorpina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, yeah. Yeah. You get a little bit of a sexual awakening. Yeah. It, whether that be uh, Goldar. <laughs> Jason. Yeah. Scorpina. Yeah. Those are the three choices, right? Yeah. yeah. Kimberly. I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Season two, man, the mutiny carried that season. Mutiny started off so strong because it felt so big budget. You had a, a new original song playing. Yeah. You had new Zords introduced. It was a new bad as fuck uh, tippy top villain mm-hmm. was Zed appearing on the screen and looking terrifying. And it had. The best moment of Power Rangers with Kimberly's It's Morphin' Time in Bloom of Doom. Yes, yeah. Um, um, Bulk and Skull saved the day. Bulk and Skull saved the day. Like, season two has a lot of great moments, and yeah. it's a, a huge improvement of season one. Yeah, uh, Wild West Rangers. Wild West Rangers. It had the White Ranger, which, uh, in retrospect, not a great Power Ranger. <laughs> no. But his look... And the fact that he used to be the Green Ranger carried, yeah, carried the legacy of the yeah, White the Ranger. White Ranger. Now looking at it with adult eyes, wasn't an Uber. Season three absolutely confirms that. Season three, he fully is just a run of the mill Ranger. He's not an Uber Ranger at yeah. all. He's not even most of the time. He doesn't outperform like black, yellow, or blue. He's yeah. Season three, the most powerful Rangers are. Billy, Adam, and Aisha. Yeah, they they're they're the A team. Yeah, um, especially when Kimberly leaves, because up until Kimberly leaves, she's the most powerful. Yeah, season three is uh, season three is absolutely the best of Mighty Morphin. Yeah, absolutely. the The show only got and, better and better. And this might be because of adult eyes that look for comedy and things, because season one. They were trying to be a serious kids, like not serious, but yeah. Story wise, they were trying to do a hero and villain straight up thing. Mm-hmm. Season two, they were letting a little loose, but they were still trying to keep it as like tight as they could. Yeah, and then season three, everyone was like, "I can't believe we're still making money off this." Yeah, let's let's go whole hog funny, like the the extent. Of the funny with the monsters. Like, because you had cheesy and you had goofy, but you didn't have outright uh, comedic writing yeah. with, with season one. Because, like, the extent of comedy in season one with the monsters was like, his name's Lizinator. Let's make him sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And that was it. You know, it's a funny little tongue in cheek thing. Season three, you straight up have Rito, <laughs> you know, who's, yeah. who's, who's only here for the chuckles. And you have Goldar, who's just Zed's hype man, and Zed just loves roasting people. Yeah. Like, it's, Completely, it's become, um, it's become a self-aware, it's become a reverent. It's exactly what it needed. 
yeah. to keep this keep it interesting for you because uh, three seasons of one ranger team too much yeah just too much yeah and i mean like we are getting a fourth season with this one ranger team mhm but new suits new villains new everything yeah it's it's coming it's coming Five yeah weeks so yeah mighty morphin it definitely as we said, season one only stands because of its crutches, which are nostalgia, and that's about it. Season two, we had some improvements. We had the wedding. We had the mutiny. We had some better storytelling. It also has some terrible parts in it where the Rangers weren't available for shooting. Yeah. So, yeah. And now... And it has some terrible parts in it when three Rangers walked out on their contracts yeah. and they didn't know what to do. Yeah. Season three, season three is where it's at. It was so easily watchable. I enjo- I looked forward to watching a new episode every week or new episodes every week with you. I uh, I was excited to see this stuff happen as we were hitting it. I love the the start with the Mass Rider stuff. I thought that was a great great couple of episodes there. The Ninja Power stuff was awesome. Was also awesome. One I can't say his name. Yeah. The Blue God. The Blue... Just call him the Blue God. Blue God. Okay, I think nothing happened to me, so I think I'm okay. I think I'm clear to say that. Finally, some respect. I accept that. I don't accept you. Jeez, dude. He just called you the Blue God. I know. It's what I am. How come you accept me? I don't know. It's your house. I have to give you respect. So if we were in your house, we would just have to show respect. Oh, yeah. You'd have to show up with some 7-Eleven hot dogs. No chili. I don't I don't even like chili, so I no. love the chili. You like the chili? Yeah. I think I'm losing respect for you. I'm not coming to this house anymore. I don't, it's okay, dude. I don't like chili. You don't fit in this room. Freddy, you're really starting to uh, turn around on me. I, uh... I'm really... I'm really enjoying your vibe. I really enjoy... I'm d- it's Kermit now. <laughs> well, uh... Well, uh... It's, it's straight up Kermit. I can't go anymore. I can't go anymore. <laughs> well, uh, uh, well, Blue God, there's quite a, ter- there's quite a turn. Uh, but, um, I appreciate what you've lent to this season. You were definitely a highlight... We appreciate you. We, um, we, well, I guess this would. I, I really, I really have to stop you right here. I can only take so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving. Otherwise, I'm going to slap you. Okay. So, all right. Maybe that was the last we'll ever see of Kermit and George. <laughs> Maybe. Uh,. Maybe, but he was another. He was another highlight of this season. Another thing that uh, uh, delivered every time we saw him. I really thought we saw him more. It felt like, yeah, again, those trapped. child lenses. He was trapped in the bottle for a long. He time. He was trapped in that motherfucking bottle for a long time. Then after that, he didn't really even communicate with the Rangers. He just showed up to kill things. Yeah, he seemed to be very angry. Uh, and he like, I thought that Zed having the Falcon 
was like a more significant thing. Like, why do I have memories of Zed using the Falcon Zord against the Rangers? Is it because I'm from the other universe? Maybe. We've talked about this before. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that happened in 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 that Power Rangers. Yeah. But uh, um, what else? We came around a bit on Rocky when yeah. they started making him dumb and liking food, gross food. Aisha, and you know, it makes a lot of sense because we really do like dumb characters. We do because Ryan is dope. Shoji is dope. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah. That's the dude. Yeah. We do love our, our dumb, innocent... Jiraiya? Yeah. Our non-Japanese-speaking American Sentai? Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And the food boys are really fun, too. Yeah. We do, we do like... We do like us some very goofy, dense boys. Yeah. That is, that is kind of our flavor. Um, well, I was going to say, Aisha... Aisha... Unheralded. Like, I feel like Aisha... I mean, I'm so happy. Aisha and Trini are on the same level for different reasons. Yeah. As being probably the best ranger of the team. Like, being the most well-rounded. They're, they're the linchpins of their eras. They're absolutely the linchpins of their eras. The, the Yellow Rangers definitely kept that shit together. Yeah. Um, across the three seasons. And Aisha, I'm so happy that... Uh, Miss Karen Ashley mm-hmm. gets uh, as much love as she does. I'm so happy for that because after revisiting this, I have like just a whole newfound respect for Aisha because I loved every one of the 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 bits that focused on her and any time she's she got to shine. Unfortunately, one of those times included our lost episode. That's her like main shining moment. Yeah, too. and we uh, we we gush so hard <laughs> about Aisha on that episode too. It's, just a goddamn shame that that's lost to the ether. But for real, for real, Aisha's awesome. Aisha deserves to fill Trini's boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, the sad boy Black Ranger, uh, a great fill-in for Zach Taylor. Not fill-in, replacement. Yeah. Um, he... All of the Power Rangers... So, in the teams, you need a Ranger that lacks confidence, and... Around the time Zach left, Billy had confidence coming out of him. Mm-hmm. Billy, Billy had a, a steady girlfriend. <laughs> Billy had statues made in his honor. Billy looks like Billy. Billy got them boulder shoulders. Yeah. He got LASIK. <laughs> uh, everything was coming around for Billy. Yeah. Now, season three, Billy. So, season one, we get nerdy, dorky Billy. Season two, we get beautiful... Nerdy, strong Billy. Season three, we get the guy who's had the same job for a little too long. Yeah. Where everything's just a little too easy for him. Mm -hmm. We get daddy Billy. Because, like, a lot of times they're like, what can we do? And he's like, let's just go to my house. I know I got something. Yes. (laughs) And every time that I loved, uh, like, um, Tommy, when he got the, when he got, um, Hungry Bogart in him. Yeah. And Billy put his foot down while he was, while Tommy was uh, grubbing at the uh, at the pastries. Yeah, he's like, "No, we go now." Fucking wonderful. It yeah, really like. I know, I know, I know, I know. This has been the the poop on Tommy podcast in a lot of ways. I understand that. And Tommy, well, Tommy, Tommy's the leader. Tommy's the leader, 
And and yes, Tommy was the least entertaining in this season. And I don't want to make that like a trend or continue to being a trend where we're constantly kind of knocking on them. I'm going to focus on uh, Power Rangers Zeo highlighting the accolades of Red Ranger Tommy. Yeah. Because I think the sourness of, like, the sourness of how did I think the Green Ranger was cool? Like... That it, uh, yeah, that did kind of skew our, our. It's all in his look. It's one hundred percent in his look, because the Green Ranger is not cool. You've all, said it a hundred times. No substance. Yeah, he looks very cool. He's got a cool Zord. He's got a cool weapon. Uh, he's got a cool backstory. Got a cool theme song. Yeah, but like the limited Barai footage, hurt it, it the really, coolness of the Green Ranger. In 2019 and yeah. 2018, <laughs> yeah, it really handicapped the the character. That's unfortunate. I do look forward to uh, Red Ranger, uh, Red Ranger Tommy. Yeah, I, I, I look forward to that quite a bit. That I am going to make the commitment to you, the listener, that I will not poo poo Zeo Ranger Five. Yeah, I've I want to do that too. I want to do that too because I do love Zeo, and I uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Catherine, 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 lovely. I think she was. I think she was a great choice to be that kind of like delicate spot. It's also also filling the spot of a. And they gave her the Adam push, where mm. she got three episodes to herself right after her debut. Yeah, her debut as the Pink Ranger. Yeah, uh, I like her story. I like uh, uh, Mrs. Sutherland's acting. You know, yeah. right right out the gates. Right out the gates, knocking it out of the park, doing a great job with their character. Um, yeah, uh, just like there's not a whole lot to say, but there's not there's that she that's okay. She yeah. didn't get much time. Yeah, but it's fine. She came in at the tail end of the ser- of the series, but she she did uh, she did perfect. Yep, uh, good job. Uh, yeah, the the season's over. We will see David Yost again in Alien Rangers. But uh, the next time we will see this cast in full will be it'll be the last episode of Alien Rangers. But yeah, for real, we will see them again in Zio. Yeah, and I personally can't wait. So, with that, we're gonna end this one. Thank you so much for listening to our show for eighty something episodes, ninety episodes. Where where are we at, Dan? Put in the correct episode number. <laughs> it is it is a it is crazy that we're here. Yeah. So we will be moving on to Alien Rangers and we've still got a long way to go to on Kaku Ranger. So yeah. we're not gonna be skipping straight to O Ranger. Like you're gonna be getting Kaku Ranger to the end even before we start Zeo and O Ranger. Yes. So keep your ear just keep them headphones nestled in them. Juicy earlobes. That sounds like a. That sounds like a particular interest. Yeah. Uh, Juicy earlobes. Fetishizing earlobes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Make sure you grab that one long white hair that grows off the fat part of your ear. I don't have that. (laughs) Just wrap your finger in it and then just (laughs) yank it out and just know that every time you feel that little bit of pain, that's me. 
I don't know what that is. Uh, you don't get that long white hair that grows off your earlobe every once in a while? No. Like once every two years, I'll like touch my ear and there will be this long white hair. Mm. And it's crazy that I don't notice it because it's like probably about three and a half, four <laughs> inches long. <laughs> no. And then I'll, no. Just, I'll just wrap my, my little index finger up in it. Yeah. And then I'll just make a fist and just yoink. No. Bryn found it last time while I was sleeping and couldn't hold it, couldn't resist pulling that out of my, my head oh, while she, I'm sleeping. She robbed you of it. Yeah, she also robbed me of a gentle awakening. <laughs> and <laughs> She took your... And she robbed herself of a pleasant morning. <laughs> she took your... Uh, she, she took your... Um, that's your thing. You get to pull that that long white lobe hair. Yeah, that's my thing, and she robbed me of that, and I robbed her of a pleasant morning that day. And we are robbing people of time. Well, right this now. is probably going to get cut, <laughs> but we want to thank you so much for listening to our show. We bring you new episodes every Monday and Thursday on your favorite podcatcher, and we're on all of them. So go get you some. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough, which you did not hear at the beginning of this episode, but you will hear at the end of the episode. Go get their new EP, Scenery, on rainer.bandcamp.com, and while you're there, make sure to buy yourself a nice vinyl of disasters and, you know, pay what you want for that EP. Yeah. Follow us on social media, at Power Playthrough on Instagram, P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook, where you can... Be caught up on all power playthrough news and DM us. At us. We answer. Almost everything. Yeah. Because sometimes we get stuff for sunglasses ads and we don't respond to those. Yeah. But tell so, us how long your lobe hair is. Yeah. Tell me about your long earlobe hair that your girlfriend robbed you the pleasure of pulling out of your ear. <laughs> If you like the show a lot and you want to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash powerplaythrough where 30 episodes of VR Troopers exist for you and your ears. Yeah. Have you ever heard of anyone watching the full series of VR Troopers? And then No, you fucking haven't. And then talking for almost 60 hours about VR Troopers? Does that sound like it's pleasant to you? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> Go listen to it, coward. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's good. That's the best ad read we've had <laughs> for ourselves. That's, yeah. <laughs> for as little as $5 a month, you can overcome your fear of hearing us talk about some weird and wacky television. And we are starting another series. Is it, is it Mass Rider? Is it Beetleborgs? Only we know, because this <laughs> is recorded before we started. Yeah. So, there we are. <laughs> there you are. What you gonna do? I know what they're gonna do. They're gonna let the power protect them. Nice.